Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot. Oh my. It's just another night for supernatural girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with my very healthy co-host, Patricia Kirkman, PK. How are you doing tonight? Doing fine, doing fine, actually. In spite of being held down, pinned down, and locked up, I think we're all doing pretty good. (laughs) Well, that's great. You really have made it through this whole thing. Without yeah. a scratch. I'm so proud of you. Well, I am too. It's amazing. I keep waking up and pitching myself trying to figure out who I really am. <laughs> well, good for you. We hope everybody listening is safe and sound tonight and feeling healthy and continues to be healthy throughout all of what we're going through. And we've got a great show tonight because we have Tom Palladino. He's going to be talking about scalar energy and Tesla. And then at 8 o'clock, it's talk. Barry is joining us, our favorite shaman, Mm -hmm. and he's going to be talking about the energy that shamans handle. Is it scalar? We're going to find out what he thinks, and he's also going to comment on how shamans see this coronavirus outbreak. How do they see this, and what do they think this is all about? So we're going to get some extra insight from both gentlemen tonight. We're very excited to have them, and first we're going to start with you, PK. You've looked into a few things for us. Well, I'm just kind of bouncing all over the place. I don't think there's a direct route to anything this month. I think everyone's bouncing around trying to figure which direction to go first. But uh, today we're going to have a new moon tonight. And so think of it as a money-making moon because this is when you can put your manifest your ideas of prosperity and the ideas of things that you would like to have happen and start something new. Write your wishes. You've got two days to put them all together and put out to the universe the things that you want. So the new moon tonight, on the 22nd, takes off for 48 hours to write out your wishes. Don't be chintzy with yourself. Go for the good stuff. Why not? (laughs) Why not? And I think that that's a good place to start. And I also did take a look at the fact that uh, this is a Taurus, and we're dealing with very strong-willed, people that were born in the sign and we've got a lot going on and everybody is so tense right now there's no way so we use our pets for comfort but we have to remember that when we get a pet naming that pet is very important because the letters hold a vibration and so if you find that your pet isn't reacting as kindly as you thought it would or as nicely as you expected it to with the name you've given it Change its name and see what happens, because the first vowel and first consonant of a name says a lot about what the animal or even people, everybody, what what we're all about. 
So if you find that that's not working so well, try it and see what happens just by changing the name or even changing how you spell the name might make a difference. But for those that want to check it out, I don't mind. Send me a name and ask me what I think. I'll be happy to answer you. Oh, that's so nice. And you can find Patricia Kirkman at patriciakirkman.com. You can also find her on supernaturalgirlswithaz.com. And the emails are linked there. You can just click right on it and get right to PK and ask her your questions. She's giving you a generous gift to take a look at any potential names for your children, for your pets. And wonderful insight from PK, just wonderful. And now you're getting it for free, another gift from Supernatural Girls Radio. Well, that's nice, PK. Thank you for that offer for everybody. Well, you're welcome. We all need something special to feel good about. We do, and we need direction, and you're perfect for that. You love to give direction, and your direction is great. So perfect well, package. Thanks. Yes. Well, that's so, wonderful. And I can't wait for our show tonight because we've got such a wonderful guest coming up. We know both men Thomas are so insightful. Yep, yeah, we've got a true. man of science coming on, and we've got a shamanic uh, expert coming on, and mm-hmm. the two shall meet. It's going to be very interesting to hear both of them talk about the perspective on scalar energy. So it's going to be a great show for everybody, as always. And I did want to mention a very interesting paranormal news segment, the strange story of a dog on board a UFO. Now, this is the first time I've ever heard of this. Have you ever heard of this before? No. I'm, I'm no. sitting well, here my mouth wide open. How did? Yes. Was it taken on purpose? Or was it well, a stowaway? I don't know because there's not a lot of detail, but the story was written by Nick, our friend, Rick, Nick Redfern, and mm-hmm. he talked about this, uh, this man, Alan Godfrey, a Yorkshire, England policeman, and he was on patrol, and apparently he got picked up, and on board he saw this big dog, like a German Shepherd-sized dog. On board the ship. Oh, wow. Yes, and he also had one other experience with a, I don't know what it was, a ghost dog or something else. So apparently he has some affinity for dogs and paranormal experiences. But if you want to read an interesting story about it, go read what Nick has to say on our Facebook page. It's fascinating. And we're going to be bringing Nick back soon. And in the meantime, he's been making the rounds on Ancient Aliens and all those other great shows. But he wrote a very interesting story about this first time ever that I've heard about a dog on a UFO. I didn't think they liked dogs much. The I didn't think they didn't they have a monkey one time? You know, maybe. I'm but I'm not sure. I remember just humans and then they mutilate those poor cattle and sometimes horses too. Yeah. It's been so many so, years since they started this, which it feels like it's yesterday, but when you stop to think back what was first it's hard to remember. I know. I know, really. And uh, let's see, what else was I going to announce? Oh, yeah, we have, again, PK for numerology. You can come to me for soul realignment or any type of spiritual life coaching or anything like that. i uh, been a counselor for so many years as well as a dream therapist. So if you want some help and you're sitting at home with nothing to do, just email me. Be happy to work something out so that you can get some support through all of this. And please You're excellent do. at it. You're very excellent at it. So oh, you really thank need you. to take advantage of it. 
Thank you. Well, like you, I'm passionate about my work. I love doing it. So um, it's always fun to meet new people and to do this kind of work and see people really flourish as a result of it. And I know you see the same thing with the numerology, too. When people follow your number advice, it's always right on. So that's great for everybody. And in the meantime, if you haven't followed us on Facebook and Twitter, please do that. We'd really, really appreciate it. And tell your friends to do the same thing so that we can pass the word that we're doing great show work here. Next week, we're bringing back one of our top guests, Captain Randy Kramer. We'll be back here next week, and he's going to give us the latest on all kinds of things, including missing 411 people. What is really happening to them? Randy is going to tell us a couple of things about this that I have never heard before on any radio show anywhere. Breaking news right here on Supernatural Girls. So let's bring our, our first guest on now. Tom Palladino is a scalar expert, and he is going to share all of his knowledge of Tesla and scalar and how remote applications of scalar may very well become an accepted health practice in our future. So what we're going to do is start here with Tom, getting all the information we can about Tesla and the scalar energy, also known as radiant energy. Let's bring him on, and let's hear what he has to say. Tom, welcome to the show. Hi, ladies. Good evening. Good evening. It's nice to have you with us tonight. Thanks, BK. Likewise. So tell us tell us what you know, because this is such a mysterious subject, and we hear these terms batted around, and certainly Tesla is well-known. What is this all about? Sure. I, I think what I have to say is going to segue to your next guest. And let me start by this. Um, energy, light. We work with scalar light, and that term is synonymous with chi or prana or zero-point energy. It's not electricity. So when I speak of this life force energy, scalar energy, uh, many cultures have embraced this, and many people realize that this energy is a healing energy. I think it's the same energy that, that healers will have in their hands. So when we speak okay. of scalar energy, I work with scalar energy, we're really speaking of that quantum energy, the life force energy. And again, it's been embraced by so many cultures. If you're in Asia, you call it prana or chi. If you're in the United States, you call it zero-point energy. Perhaps if you're a Russian, you call it torsion energy. But it's all the same. It's that healing energy that we're working with. And it's powerful, obviously. I mean, anything Tesla was involved with way back when it was incredibly powerful and effective. But then what happened with his patents and his discoveries? You know, Tesla, uh, I believe, was the first person who harnessed and had actually instruments that controlled this scalar energy, or what he called radiant energy. And it was such a game changer, ladies, that the present powers that be uh, did not want it. In other words, this technology would have replaced the existing military-industrial complex. It's, a, it's an advanced technology, and it frankly would have made obsolete so much of the technology um, over 100 years ago, including today. So I believe Tesla had laid the groundwork, and I think it's up to us now, to follow in his footsteps and to bring this technology to the 
to the awareness of, of the general public. That's been my career, trying to follow up with what Tesla started. Now, you have some very advanced equipment that you use. Tell us a little bit about how it works. Sure, sure. Um, I've, I've discovered a way to capture this energy. Scalar energy is sunlight or starlight, and it's not uh, electricity. So I don't necessarily uh, uh, tie into the electrical grid to work these instruments. I've devised a technique in which I can extract this energy, if you will, from the universe. So this energy is all around us. It's, again, sunlight or starlight. And how do you access it? Well, that's the key, to access that energy. And, and again, it's, it's not an electrical current. It's not as if you're going to plug it in to a wall socket. And I have been successful using this energy in application to improve human health. So that is my present uh, research. I think there's so many other things you can do with scalar energy. There's thousands of applications, but in specific, I try and improve human health. Right, and so you have done some experiments with this, and you have found that it actually creates an effect. So can you talk about that? Sure. Working with these instruments, I have seen how we can balance the chakras. Everybody has seven chakras or seven meridians. And when you work with this energy, I believe it's a direct download or a direct interface with our seven chakras or even our brain waves. And it's only really possible with this type of force field, this this chi or prana or this scalar energy force field. In other words, if you sat in front of a computer or you sat in front of a, a, a an electrical device, you're not going to have your chakras balanced. <clears throat> to the contrary, a scalar energy instrument will balance your seven meridians or will balance your brain waves. And that really speaks to the point that we are composed of scalar waves so that if we have a favorable instrument that, that would download this energy into us, this scalar energy, we can indeed interface with this life force energy. And from what I have seen with this chakra balancing, it improves the mental attitude, the, the psychology of so many people. So I've always said that scalar light will be the doorway to mental health in the future. It would be nice to have something that's so non-invasive. Yes. That and and we've all heard this too that light and sound are the things in this, that will come into our future and heal us and we know that's very much against the current regulations in our healthcare system but our healthcare yeah. system is kind of failing and except for emergency medicine which we do pretty well here in this country and some other countries as well have that very mm. well done but chronic illness okay. is always an issue and. Certainly, uh, we're facing a new threat here, and we're doing the best we can to get ahead of it. But something like scalar in the future that is, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe hopefully tested and accepted, but it's way outside the norm. And look how long it's been, you know, at least acknowledged by Tesla Mm -hmm. himself and then disregarded. And then I know the government came in, and after Tesla died, they confiscated all of his papers. That's correct. Isn't that a shame? Still buried today, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's imagine so sad. What a, what a threat he must have been. The day that Tesla died, his his laboratory was raided by the government, and they took all of his papers, all of his instruments, and they, we've never seen them. 
Why? Why would you do that? You know, how many scientists have their home raided the day that they die? Well, apparently they were intimidated by what he knew. Where did they put his stuff? Where, do you know where they took it? I do not know. Nobody knows. Yeah. Who, who knows? Maybe it wound up in Area 51. I don't know. Probably we've, we've, never, we've never seen it. You know, we've never seen no. those inventions. We've never seen his paperwork. That's rather Probably peculiar, right. That's isn't too. it? The loss, yeah. If they destroyed it, I hope they didn't. Well, it's probably right next to that uh, lost ark, you know, in Indiana Jones. You know, when they go down the hallways and uh-huh. just sitting there collecting whip. dust. Oh, it's Lord. so unfortunate that we have, you know, the minds aren't open to this. And again, we need things like this to to deal with some of the threats that we are facing. So it makes sense, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And here you are at the forefront of this experimenting with the energies and, and getting very, very positive results. And you've been at this how long now, Tom? Long time. It's, it's been a lifetime. It's been 40 years that I've been at this. Why, why would a, such a Herculean effort be required? Because everything is groundbreaking. You have to learn from ground zero. There, there is no definitive college course on scalar energy. You have to learn this on your own. And it's painstaking, and it and it's, takes a great deal of time and, and effort. So I'm happy to say that my career has been well spent, but um, uh, others are going to have to take uh, uh, this upon themselves. I obviously cannot do this much longer. And uh, this has to really catch on in the world if it's, if it's going to make any progress. Well, we're hoping for that. But the energy itself, and this is why we came up with this concept of this show tonight, it feels, I mean, it is ancient. It is all around us. It's source energy that's in a waveform, as you described it. Is it a longitudinal wave? What kind of waves are we talking about here? It is, it is longitudinal. It's, it's, it's not a sinusoidal wave that you see so often in a transverse wave that you see in electricity. It's, it's a longitudinal wave. And by that, we, we mean um, it really can be non-local. This energy is everywhere. So it's not point A to point B. To the contrary, this is an energy that fills an environment. Well, what type of environment? If it's sunlight and starlight, it fills the universe. And that's why this is so important. This is an energy that you can tap into. It's starlight. That's an infinite supply of energy. It's clean energy. There's no radiation or there's no carbon footprint. And that's the future that I envision relatively inexpensive energy, clean energy, no carbon footprint, no deleterious side effects, and it, it will level the playing field. It's, this is not for the elite. This is meant for everybody. So this really should uh, uh, spur on humanity. This type of technology should make everybody's lifestyle enhanced. That's what I'm looking for, to improve everybody's lifestyle. Well, we're all for that. <laughs> we would but it really gives like everybody that. else. Um, and we're I get, know you've tried this there. on yourself and, and your friends for pain, um, for different types of illnesses, and you've had very positive observational data with all of it. That's right. That's right. We have testimonies from people around the world, and Frankly, the evidence is incontrovertible. After working with tens of thousands of people and, and having favorable results and even diagnostic tests that, that prove our work, 
I will declare that this someday is going to be an accepted healing modality that people will will use this to improve their health. It's energy medicine, and that's the new the new wave that we see in alternative medicine, energy medicine, energy healing. And uh, again, the ancients knew it. Pe- people have healing energy in their hands. Uh, some healers can lay hands upon you and heal you. Well, I do it with an instrument. And they're both valid attempts. They're both valid modalities. It's just a matter I use an instrument. Right, right. Well, and I always thought, too, and I'm sure you can, well, I'll let you comment on it, but I always felt that in order to have a complete healing, you've got to pull energy from everywhere, not just this dimension. And it appears that Scalar has that ability to pull energy from every dimension. It's not just energy for right here, right now. I mean, it, it's yes. so transcendent, and it that's where you get the real healing. Yes, and that's the proper word. It, scalar energy transcends time and space, so it's an infinite energy. And with that, we, we really have an infinite possibilities with this energy. It's, it's, not, it's not a local energy. It's non-local. Uh, what, what are we tapping into? We're really tapping into the logos of the universe, what some people call the Christ consciousness of the universe. And I, I agree this is a divine energy that transcends time and space. Yes, yes, I, I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, when, as we begin to, to talk about the shamanic aspects of this, I mean, I don't know if anybody's a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but... At one point in the series, she has to meet the original. And it's a very powerful show where she meets the original vampire slayer. And it's um, there's something about that that's very important. And I know when I've done shamanic work, too, I and I met just recently my in my lineage the original, it's very powerful because those originals, they saw basically in energy they saw the energy they and i'm not even getting the words right here but there is a power with those original people that could also transcend time and space that could see into the world and harness the energy that you and tesla call scalar yes so that's just my opinion um i may be wrong we're going to hear from itzhak shortly but I just see this as a very a, a very ancient and, and very intense energy. In the right hands, it can it can do wonders. Well, I can imagine it can be dangerous, too, if in the wrong hands, right? Yeah. No, you're quite insightful. I, I agree with that, and, and thank you both for your insight. You're, you're right. Um, th- this is the game changer we've been looking for. Uh, imagine what I'm saying. Scalar energy is an infinite supply of energy. It's star energy. So there's never going to be another war for oil. You won't have to worry about a shortage of energy or power. You don't have to worry about carbon dioxide in the atmosphere because scalar energy does not produce any emission. There is no pollution. And it's a healing energy on top of that. So gone passe is our existing model. You know, you're not going to have oil wells in the future. You're not going to have the disease that we, we have presently. Scalar energy is going to change our lifestyle. It's a technology that's just waiting. It's, it's Frankly, it's on the launch pad right now. And as long as a few people get on this rocket ship, 
it's going to blast off and it's going to change the world. And I thank you both for, you know, again, giving me this platform just, just to announce this, just to bring consciousness, to bring awareness to the people in the world. Well, and uh, we also want to give you a chance to talk about your free offers because you've been very generous yes. for that and sure. giving our audience a chance to experience this at no charge and with no credit card on file. You don't need to do that. Right. And it's just totally free. So tell everybody about that. Okay, so our website is scalarlight.com. If you visit that website at the very top, there's a trial, 15 days free trial. All you have to do is submit your photograph to us, and we will provide healing energy for 15 days, no questions asked. And we do that simply because this is the easiest way to introduce this novel therapy to people around the world. So again, avail yourself of that. It's scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. Anybody in your family can sign up. We'll, we'll accept six, seven, eight photographs of family members. No questions oh, asked. And you'll see how you feel after 15 days of having a chakra balance. You will see the benefits to this energy, and you will probably have a more tranquil, calmer spirit after that two-week session. What a wonderful gift for everyone because at this point in time, I don't know the soul that doesn't need something like this. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, absolutely, and it's free. And then if anybody has some amazing experience they want to share, then there's a way they can get in touch with you on the website and share that with you, or if they have questions, they can contact you also. That's right. That's right. We're we're open seven days a week, so if you have a question, you can email us a question, and we'll answer that question. The whole point is to make this readily available to mankind, and that's why we give away the free trials. Try it. You'll see how your demeanor changes. You will see that this will uplift your spirits. That sounds fabulous. Does a person have to send a photo in themselves, or could, say, a parent send one in for one of their children? Would it still have the same effect? Yes, it it would. All we need is a photograph of of some part of your skin. And when you do send in a photograph, we prefer that you send a photograph of your face so that we can identify you. In so doing, um, parents usually send in photographs of their children. Obviously, they are guardians of their children, so we welcome Mm -hmm. that and we encourage that. But the the key is, is, since it's free, tell all of your friends, visit the website. If, If 100 of your friends sign up, well, great, super. That, that's the whole point here. This is the easiest way to introduce it to mankind. That's why we have free sessions. Oh, that's fabulous. I think that's what a great gift to give everyone right now. Yeah. Yes. We Gosh, we all need it. We've been through the ringer. <laughs> it's been a tough two months, hasn't it? Well, that's well, for sure. Well, a very uncertain two months, you know, not knowing when – Things are going to open up, not knowing if you're you've been exposed. You know, it's all it's all very uh, wow, it's very challenging. Let's put it that way, huh? Very challenging. But you're offering a wonderful, wonderful experience, Tom. And I know you've been generous with PK and I. We both tried it. And we love it. And if people are open to it. You're certainly giving a, a wonderful experience here for them to try. And if they like it, they can choose to continue it. You do all kinds of, you have all kinds of programs that you offer with Scalar. So um, it's it would be great for people to just give it all, uh, give it all a try. Wonderful things going on there. 
Thank you so much, ladies. I appreciated our time this evening. Thanks. Well, thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome to stay on with us as we talk with Itzhak. And if you have any questions, then just let me know, and we'll get you. I'm going to keep you on live mic if you'd like, and then okay. uh, we'll why, have why to continue this conversation. Me. Why don't you just mute me so I can listen? But I would like to listen. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Tom, okay. thank you very much again. And just announce your website one more time, if you would. It is scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. Sign up for that free session. Terrific. Okay, I'm going to put you on mute. Thanks again. Okay, PK, now we're moving to the second part of our show. And yes, we have what our, a night. Huh? I know, it's so exciting. We have our favorite shaman here with us. It's yes, Dr. we do. Barry. We're going to bring him live here. We're going to light up his mic. The wheel is spinning. And then spinning. he can light up our world, right? That's right. Hi, Itzhak. <laughs> How are you today? Hi, hello. Hi, hello. I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy, Kay. I'm so happy to be with you again. We're uh, thrilled to have you. tonight. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're very happy to have you here, Itzhak. Thank you so much for joining us. And we were just talking with Tom Palladino about scalar energy and how it is the same, probably, we're thinking, the same energy that shamans tap mm-hmm. into and can use powerfully to heal between the worlds and in the different worlds. So how do you see the energy that shamans tap into? Well, uh you know, Tesla was one of the sh- the first shamans, uh, Western shamans, and, and he understood the energy, right? Um, they, they, they come from him, that that uh, that word, scatter. Um, well, it's not a secret that shamans from, you know, beginning of time know that uh, the whole world, the, everything that we see, everything that we experience, uh, is made of energy. There's nothing that is not that is uh, <clears throat> not energy. It's a, and energy we're talking about uh, that the uh, the objects that we see and ourselves also. We are all made of molecular atoms, uh, subatomic that are moving in in different uh, frequencies and vibrations, uh, and they create what we see. And in many ways. The object that we see in this world is um, is it, actually, if you look at it in the deepest meaning, it's all emptiness. Um, and um, so these are the spaces between the the, the subatomic. Uh, and w- what shamans do is that they are interact with your their brain and intuition. There anyway, I think. Sorry. PK, are you talking to us? I'm sorry, I I couldn't hear what you had said on that. Okay, my, my um, phone my phone misplayed for a moment there, and I wanted to hear what you were saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm trying to uh, to reply to this the idea of um, that the whole world is uh, made of energy particles that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, shamans from beginning of time, they understand that there is no separation between the seen and the unseen world or the physical and the non-physical world. That we are, it's, everything is made of a small little atomic um, particles that are moving in different vibrations at different speeds and creating uh, what we call objects. Um, and, you know, you and I and everything, everything is, is uh, uh, all humans are made basically of, of water molecules and, and, uh, and this is just H2O and, and, um, and everything that exists is, is, uh, um, is small atoms banging each other's, you know, creating tension between them. And that tension is electricity. Uh, and that electricity in the shamanic way, um, way of looking at things are consciousness. <clears throat> and what shamans do is they, they are interacting with the electricity of their uh, uh, intentional concentration and changing and manipulating energy. And that's how we do healing. And that's how we find ways to, uh, see, um, to, to see into the future, past and present. And uh, that's how we interact with what we call the, uh, in the shamanic state of consciousness, which is a, a different vibrational brain, we are interacting with the world and able to direct the energy in our mind or in our brain, you can call it telepathy, you can call it laser-like energy, uh, to influence um, the outcome of people's health and, um, and oh, not just the health, but uh, events that happen. And that's the power of prayers in many ways, because that when you are praying, you are directing your um, concentration and intention. Uh, you're focusing your, the energy that in, that's running in our brain. You know, our, our thoughts are also electricity. Uh, so that's how we change the world. So shamans are able to see energy. They're also able to manipulate energy, channel it differently, and then also walk between the worlds. And as you said, there's no separation for shamans. So between one world and another, but but shamans know when they pass through to a different world. They do have that super awareness, right? Yeah, so uh, shamans uh, sneak in between the worlds. So naturally, we have four gates for uh, consciousness, Um, and uh, we are naturally uh, in awe when we see sunrise and sunset, uh, we are naturally in awe when we are uh, in, uh, during midnight and midday. Those are the, the gates of consciousness. Uh, when, the, when, the, the do- when the darkness or the night giving room for the day, there is a moment where we say, ha, ah, you know, that's <laughs> that, that uh, awesome feeling that something is happening and that's where uh, the, the, these are the gates of consciousness, or the the, the, the gates of in between the world. Um, and then that, sh- that shamans use that uh, ability to sneak into or enter into uh, the world beyond and, and through those gates of consciousness. Um, and uh, it is a different 
vibrations of the mind of our brain, um, and in in many ways, uh, it's kind of similarly to daydreaming. Uh, and I'm I'm sure that most of the people who are listening um, have daydreaming one once or or more in their life. I know that I do. And then in daydreaming, you are moving between the 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 present and into an, an unknown world, and you start to receive messages. A lot of people who have that, they're just, you know, dismissing it, that they poo-pooing that experience. But if you pay attention to the, your daydreaming, it's very similar to the same frequencies that shamans use to see the world. And you said something about, uh, see, uh, you know, ma- manipulating energy with your concentration and, and, um, and, but how do you, how do we see? So, this is exactly what I teach and what shamans uh, teach is, is how to see the world. And um, I do believe that we all have that ability to see the world in the, the, the unseen world. And one very popular way is dreaming. Uh, when you dream, uh, you are, your, your soul spirit is uh, entering into a different world and, uh, it's not very uncommon to to hear people that have prophetic dreams that they see events that will that will happen or uh, reconnect with uh, ancestors or other events that happened in the past. Uh, they see maybe past life. That ability of uh, of visioning is built in with each of us. <clears throat> but um, when you do it intentionally. Uh, you may want to um, understand that all these messages and all these visions come from spirit uh, into uh, as a communication with us. And that's so important to really understand that mm, nothing that our brain is producing is uh, come from nothing. It's, it's come from spirit and the way that we communicate with us. And, um, you know, we, uh, the way, I the way I see it is that uh, all energies is 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 a matter. It's uh it's actually an object. Some of it, some of some some of which we can't really see, right? Because the uh, our vision is very limited uh, compared to any other animals. Uh, we are pretty primitive creatures, humans. Uh, but that doesn't mean that. We don't see, we can't feel energy, right? Sometimes we feel other people's energy or, uh, or we can sometimes see it. Uh, it happened um, to me that I, I'm, I'm able to see, not all the time, but uh, some of the time I, I can see holograms uh, or spirits around people. Uh, it could be people that uh, already passed or uh, it could be people that are, still exist and they left energy in, uh, imprints around that, that person that comes to for healing. Uh, or I can also sometimes see um, the thoughts or the images that comes in the thought of that person because thoughts are actually a, a material or matter. So you can actually see them. Um, so I don't, Look at uh, can I give an example world. of that? Can I give everybody an example where we saw you do that, Itzhak? Because you you came here sure. to Middlefield, 
and we had a wonderful workshop with you. It was amazing. It was so powerful. We had it up at Blossom Center where they have a beautiful pyramid made of glass, and we all sat inside. And you <laughs> were uh, talking to Marin, and you saw her thought form about the red tractor. Remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was great. I mean, all of a sudden you, you asked her about the red tractor. And it had relevance. I mean, she knew exactly what you were talking about because she was thinking about her husband, Adair, being on the red tractor. And you saw that thought. You saw it. And I, I, was, in, I was just so I, intrigued. That was great. But I also saw, I also saw the tractor after that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a wonderful yeah. workshop. You gave us such a great and wide experience in a short period of time, you know, between the drumming and the learning how to read uh, candles. And we did the eggs, Olympias. That It was all extraordinary. I can't recommend your workshops highly enough. They were, that was great. <laughs> and and I, I just, we just all had such a wonderful um, transcendence. And it, it just worked so well. So when we can all get back to social integration, I'm sure you'll be offering them again, and I highly recommend these types of workshops. But you're also doing something online now, right? I saw something online you're offering yeah, to people. I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm actually doing uh, – um, I'm trying to uh, – I mean, we we don't have chat, uh, any other way, so we, we do everything now in Zoom. And uh, I'm trying to teach the uh, candle reading – and the diagnostic reading um, online, and I just had the first one uh, experience like that with the New York Open Center and the course that I'm doing there, and and um, uh, people were very excited about that. They were they got quite a lot of it, even though uh, they didn't feel the the wax uh, burning on their fingers, <laughs> but uh, they had uh, they had a, a, a wonderful experience. So. I'm going to continue to do that uh, because I, I truly believe that, um, you know, even in a short time when you give people permission to dream or to visualize, um, they see. And you remember from in this workshop um, when we pair people to work together, they've seen a lot for each other and they uh, validate a lot of the traumas or issues that happen in their life. And that's yes. the benefit of uh, of, uh, of this uh, beautiful tool that shamans use. Yeah, I mean, it, it was <clears throat> amazing. I mean, we had a, a lot, a lot, a lot of people in the group that had had some experience before with this and knew they were intuitive, but you took us to a whole other level. And you, when you mentioned dreams, I'm also because being a dream therapist, very intrigued with what you have to say about that. But what I saw when you were just talking, it's kind of like this is your chance, everybody, to become your own shaman. Because when you pay attention to your dreams, you are actually going in between the worlds, from one world to another, just like a shaman does. So there's your opportunity mm-hmm. to experience that. Well, I, you know, my my teacher, my Brazilian teacher uh, from the Amazon, uh, Ipupiara, uh, used to say, used to repeatedly say, uh, that we are all shamans. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, I poo-poo it and says, you know, like there are some people who are more talented than others. But, you know, I, uh, and he used to say that 
uh, we are born with all of those uh, abilities. It's part of our DNA. And there's nothing special about it, actually, if you come to think of it, because uh, we all dream. We all know how to sing. We all know how to love. We all know how to hug or speak nicely and lovingly to another person to make that person feel uh, comfortable and, and healing. Uh, we know how to... We know how to become a shaman because it, this is part of our own survival. Uh, yes. In our modern life, uh, we hardly use that qualities. You know, we have a, the biggest shutdown of the senses uh, uh, in in the twentieth and the twenty first century because we don't really need to use uh, our our senses anymore. I mean, it's all on the screens, right? So uh, we became lazy and. Um, the, basically, the, the 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 work that I do, or, or other teachers do, or shamans do, is to reawaken, uh, to remind people that they have that gift given to them from birth, and it's okay for them to use it to make other people's dreams come true and to make them other people uh, healthy. Uh, and that's what I that's my message too is to to help people recognize that their dream matters, that the, the daydream matters, that they, the voices that they hear is, are important, that they can hug and they can kiss and they can make other people feel loved, and which is a great healing, um, and seeing and, um, and, and be part of nature. I think that's the... That's that's the core of this work. Yes, I mean we all we all have to accept on some level that we are connected and part of this wheel of life, and stop trying to dominate nature and control things uh, that have to do with that, among other things. But we're going to take a very short commercial break here, and we're going to come back. If anybody has questions, feel free to call in, and the number to call in is five six three. Nine 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 three five three nine. Again, that's five six three nine 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 three five three nine. You are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio, and we'll be right back. Pure essential oils, specialized minerals, and a revolutionary anti-aging technology. Astridium combines the best of all scientifically proven ingredients in easy-to-use creams, lotions, and concentrated serums. Astridian's advanced line of products take your skin to a new level of being healthy and beautiful. We offer a variety of collections that address all your skin concerns. The Essential Anti-Aging Series treats and moisturizes your skin for a long-lasting, younger look. The Multivitamin Series promotes healthy skin with high-quality vitamins and minerals. The Sports Series restores skin from cellular damage and stress. Astridian also offers a revitalizing solution for hair and a professional series for doctors and medical spas. Visit astridian.love today and begin your new journey to healthy, beautiful, youthful skin. Astridian, beyond your expectations. There are a lot of psychics out there. How do you decide which one is right for you? You look for someone who empowers you, who's practical and spiritually connected, 
who says, here are your opportunities, here are your challenges, and here's a way to deal with them, and then gives you your own toolbox to make your life everything you want it to be. Hi, I'm Corby Mitleid, and that's how I work with you. As a certified professional tarot reader, I've helped thousands of people for over 40 years through my toolbox. Cards, past life retrieval, numerology, spirit guide conferences, and mediumship. Whether it's career, relationships, finances, or your spiritual road, together we can replace your confusion with clarity. And you'll probably find a little laughter along the way. Visit me at CorbyMitlide.com to find out how to cross your bridge from fear to fearlessness and fly. And tell me you found me at Supernatural Girls for a special gift with your reading. Corby Mitlide, the practical psychic for catching your tomorrows today. Find me at CorbyMitlide.com. That's CorbyMitlide.com. Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Are you frustrated with endless mantras, affirmations, and processes that promise to align your life with your dreams only to find yourself years later in the same space where you began? Do you feel like you must be doing something wrong because nothing seems to be working? Don't you just wish that someone could shift your consciousness for you and your life could align with your desires without all the effort? Well, your wish is about to come true. Hi, I'm Carrie Cannon, and I have a gift that allows me to align the consciousness of others to be in harmony with their dreams. The best part is, it requires no particular effort on your part. Upon listening to a consciousness alignment, people have reported instant energy shifts, financial windfalls, soulmate connections, healed relationships, physical healings, and more. To gain access to a free trial offer for my entire Manifesting Miracles Library of Consciousness Alignments, go to commandmiracles.com now for details. Again, that's commandmiracles.com for information about our free trial offer. That's commandmiracles.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and we are now in the second part of our show, speaking with our favorite shaman in the whole world, Itzhak Berry. <laughs> and <laughs> Itzhak, it's so great to have you here with us. I love that laughter that he has. It just makes you I know. feel good. It does. It does. He's just mm-hmm. a master with so many things, so... Um, so you were going to also, Itzhak, share with us a little bit about how shamans see this whole pandemic crisis that we're in and we've been facing since February. What's the perspective that shamans have on this? 
Well, I don't know if there is any a unified way of that all every shaman in the world uh, is talking about. Some people uh, think that you know the world they that Pachamama or Mother Earth is shaking her 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 mosquitoes or that that's non non essential being from her from the skin of it, like uh, like any animal does. Uh, when they when they bother her, so um, and they think that we are we deserve to the, to have that because we do not uh, treat the earth right. And you can see that in the in the couple of months that um, we stop abusing the earth, the earth is is, is coming alive. Um, the rivers are clean, the air is clean, and mm-hmm. um, and so on and so forth, and the animals started to roam the streets, <laughs> which is like a, an amazing thing. <laughs> um, but I, I think that uh, it's it's uh, the other question, the other uh, point of view is that you know when we when we abuse the earth and when we um, taking so much from the earth but don't give back, uh, we kind of are ruining the immune system that the earth has. And with the immune system that the Earth have, which is like the atmosphere, the air, the water, the, the everything that is giving to uh, giving life, uh, we are hurting our own immune system. So the people who uh, there are some people who do uh, um, die of the the disease, and people who are you know they are not. So the, it's the question of uh, strong immune system. And when we are eating the wrong things and using the wrong things and polluting the air, polluting the, uh, the, um, the, uh, our resources, we are weakening our immune system. And I, I think that this is a call for, for people who don't understand the, the, uh, the, 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 con- the, the connection, the intimate connections that we have between uh, our, the earth uh, or the mother um, and our lives to to wake up, and uh, that that is what the shamans really say that we are all connected. We are all the same. You know, if you if you sneeze in China, it that virus spread all around the world. And I don't blame China or, but what I think that we need to see is that, that this deepest connection that we have between each of us. And, you know, shamans know that um, we are all connected. We are all vibrating in different uh, vibrations. And, and those vibrations, like when you, you throw water in a pebble, in, in a, a stone in the, in the water, the, the a pebble in the water, the, the, uh, the waves moving uh, to all directions, and they hit everyone. So um, it is a call for all of us to understand that connection um, to uh, to understand that we we do have to have a, a social responsibility for each other. That um, viruses or the earth is is touching each of us in the same way. You can be rich, you can be protected, but um, and you you don't have to care about the homeless people in India. But it is our 
responsibility to make sure that everyone on this earth is healthy uh, because it is touching our own health. I think that it's a huge lesson that we need to bring back the what we call shamanic values, which is uh, responsibility for our own community. And what can we do to make everyone um, healthy and uh, thriving and not just a few? Because those few's life, no matter how much money they have, they cannot separate themselves from humanity. They really have to be part of it and contribute to it. Uh, You're right, they, yes. There's a... There is a huge implication for what we are experiencing now. We can go back and say that um, I do not belong to those people who are starving on the street because those people on the, on the street are starving or they, are, they don't have health insurance or they don't have a safety net. They go, they go to our hospitals and you end up paying for it anyway. So, <laughs> so maybe, maybe the balance will now will change from spending so many trillions of dollars on, on defense and killing machines and um, helping the populations to be healthy so uh, diseases like this would not spread, that uh, we can find ways. And I think that I also think there is a huge responsibility. Like <clears throat> when we talk about government, uh, we're talking about the elders and um I hope that people today will think about uh, a government not in a, in, a, in a negative term. It's an entity that wants to take something from you, but it is an entity that came to help you. Uh, it's sponsored and it's paid by, by the, the poor people just as well as the rich people. And in order for all of us to live in harmony with nature and the and animals and spirit, we have to bring those um, shamanic values back to our communities. And that means loving each other equally. These are the biblical values. They're not something new. It's not only shamanic uh, values. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a natural um, uh, qualities of every human to make sure that his family but in this time we have to understand that our family is the whole human race it's not just us and the closest the, the, the closest need it's all of us and because all of us are influencing our own well-being right well, you know, and you've written a number of terrific books. I, w- I want to make sure that we mention them. They're all available on Amazon.com, and they're all about our favorite topic here, shamanism. So be sure to check out Itzhak's books. And Itzhak, can you name them for our audience, please? So uh, <clears throat> the first book is The Gift of Shamanism, and, and the, the, the way I see The Gift of Shamanism, which is actually kind of, close to uh, the subject that we were talking about um, is um, the gift of visioning. And um, I, I try to explain how, pe- how shamans vision and what they do with that, how they, they use it 
uh, to make other people's uh, life better um, and dreams come true. And, and that's including working with plant medicine, like ayahuasca and yahe. It also includes uh, shamanic journeys or getting into trance and um, how, you, how you can use that to journey for somebody else's body and diagnose illnesses and uh, find solutions for that. Uh, so that and, and, I, and I tell a lot of uh, stories, uh, like the, this red tractor, um, <laughs> and some even more um, uh, strange stories. Uh, the second book was uh, a book about uh, I was very curious about what happened to people when they, uh, they get to the Eureka moment, the moment of realization that life is a little different than what they experienced or thought. And uh, so this is Shamanic Transformation. It's a, it's a book about uh, the moment of transformation that happened to people, uh, very fa- like famous shamans, in our world, and I, uh, I asked him to write something that is very personal, uh, like intimate stories of the, that moment of uh, awakening. Uh-huh. And it's a beautiful book. It's, uh, and, it, and I think that when, when you read it, um, you will recognize some of that moment in yourself. Uh, and I'm sure you... The two Patricias, you have, but I'm sure, <laughs> moments like that. Uh, we do have yeah. those aha moments, don't we, PK? <laughs> Definitely do. Of course. <laughs> of course. And it's, it's so, I mean, uh, my curiosity side is, is uh, I was always like, I wanted to know what happened to, uh, you know, famous shamans. You know, I don't want to, you know, there's like 30-something uh, stories like that. 30 or more, I think. Uh, but, you know, one other thing that is so beautiful about that book is that, for me personally, is that I was always looking for that one moment. And uh, one of the shaman who is uh, indigenous uh, wrote me, a, a <laughs> wrote me a, an email and he said, I'm really, really sorry. We don't have one moment because for us, Every moment is a moment of awakening. Every wow. moment is a sacred moment. Mm-hmm. So for us, we don't, we don't uh, when we wake up in the morning, uh, we are in, in that moment of awakening because we realize how beautiful this world is. And so we don't need, a rem- uh, we don't need to chase that moment of enlightenment because every moment is a moment of en- enlightenment. And I think that uh, this is one of the things that for this Earth Day uh, we may want to think about is that, you know, we have a very short time to be here on this Earth in this kind of, um, in, in, this, in this body. I'm not saying that we're not going to come back. We are coming back. But for this particular time, we, some of us have very short time, and even 100 years is very short time. And so every moment, we have to really look at it as a moment of uh, opportunity, as a, as a miracle, as a, as a moment of uh, an awe uh, that, wow, we are able to smell these flowers and the air. The, we can hug someone that we love. We can sing a song. 
I mean, there's, I think that that's a beautiful um, way of, uh, of holding the idea of Earth Day is to really give thanks and gratitude to the, the fact that we are alive on this majestic, beautiful, unbelievable blue, blue planet, you know. Well, you, you so also that, just gave us an exercise to practice, which I like, and I think I'm going to try this one. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole practice <laughs> of looking at every moment as a moment of awakening. So from the moment you wake up in the morning, it's a moment of awakening. I like that a lot, and I think that's something we could all try. Uh, the, our audience and I would be very interested, I'm sure, don't you think, PK, to, to try that? I think it's an excellent idea. You know, someone told me a long time ago, time is the only thing we can't afford to lose. And we do not take advantage of this, like you, the moment we awake, the awakening and the start. If we start looking at it that way instead of what, what's just been, it's where we're going that's more important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, you, you know, Ipo used to say, uh, I don't understand you white people. Why do you, <laughs> why do you always say, have a good day? <laughs> <laughs> and I, look, I looked at him and I said, what do you mean? I, I wish you to have a good day. And he says, day is good. <laughs> he said, I mean, you may not like it. You may think that it's too rainy or too sunny or too cold or too hot or too, too this or too that. But my God. You know, every day is a good day. <laughs> yeah. so, Very true. You know, Very a shame yeah, that, that we, we have don't a lot. look at it that way all the time. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's so and, many and different practices it. like this that can help us stay in the moment and gather power. Because as, from what I've heard from you and other teachers, you know, we lose power when we keep focusing on a different moment that we're not in. So mm-hmm. having this, this ability to say, I am awakening in this moment, it just allows us to gather more power. And and wasn't that a lot of the teaching of Don Juan in Carlos Castaneda's book, to gather power? Because we give it mm-hmm. away. We throw it away. And yeah. the this path that you're talking about uh, with us tonight, Yitzhak, is, is a path of power. Yes, of course. Uh, see, when you are connecting to um, the um, eternal or to the cosmos, uh, you become one with it, and there's no fear. Um, mm-hmm. You become part of nature. So, and, and that's really the, the teaching here is to 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 wake up with gratitude of the moment, uh, with the understanding that it's all miracles. And I'm and I'm not saying that I don't wake up sometimes like really grouchy and and uh, could be depressed. <laughs> not and, you. And, I, uh, I find that hard oh, to believe. <laughs> well, you know, I have I, I have also human sides of me too. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, I'm not always that cheerful, uh, but I but I I, I also and we all have different parts at plays, you know, a certain time and. Sometimes it's very hard to us, for us to bring it back. But, but you know, it's, it's such a luxury to complain um, about the weather or about something that happened to us. I mean, the, the biggest picture is that we are alive. 
that we are able to breathe and smell the roses and, and you know, wash the dishes. I mean, the small things. That's, the the teaching here is to, to, be, to live in the gratitude um, of that moment because it's not so obvious that we can do it the next moment. <laughs> and you know that. Yes. You know that. Anyway, the third go, book is, uh, sorry? Yeah, go ahead. I, go ahead and talk about your third book, the, and I have another question. The third book is, uh, is it's called Shamanic Healing, um, modern, um, Ancient Medicine for Modern World. Um, and it's really the, the call that uh, I think that is so important to uh, bring shamanic work to work together uh, in concert with uh, Western medicine. And um, I, I truly believe that, uh, you know, the, the, the shamanic, the uh, Western medicine is, is, a, is fantastic in what it does as a technical way of, of treating people or tre- treating symptoms of, of diseases, but they are not really the, the uh, it's, it's not, it's not its role to find the root causes of the diseases, and uh, to working together where the shamans can find the emotional, spiritual, and physical uh, issues of uh, disease um, can help modern medicine uh, do a better job. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I believe that when we when we marry the two uh, together. Uh, we we can help the um, the patient um, recover faster, and also take care of their uh, families that are with them um, in understanding of the soul soul journey, the soul purpose, the, the life lessons that people learn. Um, and uh, so I have a and so I uh, this is a book about that, but it's also I I give different healing techniques that people can use uh, at home. Uh, it, it's almost like a how-to with stories that shows how I use that in my, in my practice. So, I, you know, like um, the shamanic tradition is really about storytelling. It's, te- it's teaching through the stories. Um, and then it, it's also very practical. It's not necessarily spiritual. Um, it's not about enlightenment. It's about b- making our world a better place. So, so through these stories and through these uh, exercises, um, I, I hope that people understand the value of the shamanic healing. Yeah, they're, again, wonderful books, and they're all available on Amazon.com and in bookstores also. Now, you also participated in a book on shamanism in Siberia. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm particularly uh, interested in that because that's my heritage. I come. Some of my people come from Russia, and I would imagine it was tough to get information on that level of shamanism. Um, you know, I never went to Siberia yet. Uh, I'm planning to. I'd love to go. Uh, but I uh, I work with a few of those Mongolian and uh, Siberian shamans. Uh, and, um, uh, what are they like? The they seem pretty formidable. 
Yes. Uh, you know, you know, each of us connect to different shamans in, from from the place of his soul, right? So, you are connected to that because of your you have a call or your your DNA calls you to meet them um, and to to reconnect with this heritage that you have. We all have that call for this for any particular. And that, that sometimes uh, also could be uh, a past life call, you know, that we we carry with us. Uh, but I, I found out that uh, shamans are powerful wherever they go. Um, for you know, uh, or genuine shamans are, are very powerful and um, authentic. Uh, it's, it's, but you know, that, that story kind of remind me that when we went to. Uh, the Shuar, uh, these are the tribes in the Amazon, uh, they used to say that the shamans of the Andes are so powerful. They are the most genuine. You have to be very fearful of them because they are so, so, so powerful. And so that, that, that's how they see it. And then we went to the, to the Andes. And in the Andes, they said, oh, you know, the Shwa people, the Shwa shamans are the strongest, powerful shamans. So each one is like uh, uh, idolizing the other shamans more than they, 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 um, they think about themselves. All shamans are, are powerful. Yeah, they're they all powerful, certainly, but there's, uh, there's also d- different teachings, right? And Obviously, a lot yeah. of it is passed on, uh, you know, verbally. It's just told to the next generation, and they're taught in that manner. Nothing's really written down. But what are the differences that you see in Siberian shamans, the Mongolians, or um, or shamans from South America? Because you've been able to work with both. So, what do you see as a, a difference? You know, I I don't. I mean, they, their practices are different because they have different topography. They have different mineral—I mean, different uh, usage of their uh, elements around them. But I think that there are more. Uh, there are a lot of things that are very common. Like for for instance, that belief that everything is energy in the world, and you can you can manipulate it with your mind, with your prayers, with your intention. That is common. They all have incredible reverence to the mountains for the for the trees for the lakes for the for the springs for the rivers uh for every stone for this incredible reverence and they also uh they they incredible aware that their role uh is not just to talk to spirit but it's to uh, protect their, their community. Uh, so family okay. and community are, are so important uh, for them, the well-being of their community. Uh, so there's a lot of things that are very common. And uh, I don't know how to put it in words, but there is something very, um, you can call it primitive, but it's, it's not really primitive. It's very, it's very sophisticated. Um, the way they uh, they hold their role so seriously, but also with a lot of fun and humor. Uh, but they understand that the weight of the world is on their shoulders. 
um, and they know that they can help people to live a better life. So I think that uh, indigenous people, indigenous shamans from uh, places that are remote, they they still have that uh, energy that you can feel that they are connected to the cosmos. They can move clouds and change the weather and uh, create miracles and see spirits. You know, un- they are untainted, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's amazing. I, I remember meeting a Native American medicine man who was able to do that with the weather. And it was, it was really impressive. I, what happened, I'll tell you this quick story. It was kind of funny. He had an apprentice, which a lot of medicine men do in this, and did in this country. And Kisa Tanamuk was his apprentice. And Kisa Tanamuk uh, was, was supposed to arrange meetings for Slow Turtle and some of the people in the Northeast. And he arranged a meeting, and they went uh, to New York to meet with this person. And as it turned out, Kisa Tanamuk made a huge mistake and brought him to a, the wrong address, and the, the wrong county. And <laughs> <laughs> so Slow Turtle wasn't pleased, and then he had to go do a reinternment, which is when they find a Native American skeleton and they uh, rebury the skeleton with other Native Americans, giving it a proper burial. Um, a lot of these museums in Connecticut had those skeletons, and so he would go back to Connecticut. They'd do a reinterment. Well, he made Gisatonimuk stay out all night long at the cemetery burning the fire, and it poured. It poured, cats and dogs. And so that was, uh, that was his teaching to Gisatonimuk. But when Slow Turtle arrived, to do the ceremony, he got out of the car, and the rain stopped completely. So he walked <laughs> over, he did the ceremony, and then he walked back to the car, and the rain started all over again. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it was just amazing, amazing. Uh, you know, I, I got to witness it. I saw it happen. And I think that was the last time that Kisa Tanamuk ever took Slow Turtle to the wrong address. So he he really got the lesson. <laughs> Sounds like it, for sure. Oh, yeah. Staying out all night in the rain, keeping a fire going, that'll do it. <laughs> so. Well, you know, it, 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 it happened to me when I was teaching in Sfat, you know, the, the most Kabbalistic town on this mountain in Israel. Um, it was a it was quite a few years ago. It was a very dry year. There was no, no rain. And it was already the end of November, I think. It was like a few months of that was so dry. And uh, the woman who organized this workshop, she said, well, you know, why don't you make some rain prayer? Because it was so dry here and everything is yellow. And, you know, and I said, listen, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, we can try, you know, let's, let's just drum. And uh, so we started to drum and sing and drum and sing and we drum and drum. And then all of a sudden I felt that my drum started to get uh, wet. I mean, um, changed change its tune, right? It, because uh, it beca- became more moisture. And in a second, there was huge rain starting to pour down. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Uh, 
amazing, amazing, strong rain. Uh, so it's I don't know terrific. if it was because of our drumming or because it was just happened, but I know that it happened uh, at a request of uh, of the woman who organized that workshop. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's so, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so wonderful. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of responsibility uh, given to shamans that have that kind of power, I think. And and you do have to, um, well, you hope that shamans that have this kind of power are coming from a heart-centered place. So, because this energy, as we talked with Tom about this, this energy is very powerful. It could be used for any reason. It can be positive. It can be negative. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the uh, challenge that uh, many shamans uh, are, are facing. You know, you can be... Uh, a brujo, or you can be a curandero, you can you can be a, 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 a witch doctor, or you can be a healer. Uh, you can, uh, but you see, once you start using it in it for negative purposes, uh, which means uh, negative in the sense that uh, you stop the flow of life for other people, um, then that energy can come back boomerang at you uh, it, that it's very hard to to break down to break it um, once you start to do it so my teacher always used to tell me not not, not ever even try that you know even even in the worst time uh, to direct that negative energy towards anybody else and uh, unfortunately um, you know shamans like any person sometimes you know is is motivated by by money and greed and um and you know i personally was involved in a few of those things and i know that they exist um and uh, it's not a pretty picture it's it's not something that you want to get involved at all so that's where we need consciousness well, mm-hmm. I think that there's there's also the the problem of ego, and as I've mentioned before yeah. on the show, the old the old medicine men uh, that I knew, there's there really isn't anyone left like that that I know of in the United States mm-hmm. today. And again, this this ego problem, and also the problem that has ran just basically run through. Uh, Native American communities, drugs and alcohol, it makes it very difficult. Not to say that there aren't good medicine men and women out there. I know there are that are more contemporary, but it's it's a different age. And it's it's what I see is a lot of ego involvement that takes people off the path. And it's it's not, um, it doesn't encourage, you know, good it doesn't encourage good healing. It doesn't encourage healing, actually, at all, when you see something like that in action. So, yeah, I know that the teachers you learned from, Itzhak, were very strict in some ways with you. And, <laughs> oh, <right>? absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they were tough. <laughs> uh, well, they were tough. You know, um, they, uh, you know, for them it's not... A game. It's not something that is uh, 
it's something that was passed from generations to generations to generations. So, and they don't deviate. Uh, they're very strict about how you use it or where, how do you put your hands and how you, how do you pray and how do you do, you know, all of that is, is, uh, is protocol and, and, um, you really want to honor that. Um, and I know that um, part of the, you're talking about ego, and I, it's true that um, in the Western, in our culture now, uh, people who study shamanism, they, they come from a different culture, of Western culture, that each person wants to express his personality. So, <laughs> so right. they, 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 they add uh, to this ancient wisdom. Uh, their take on that. And they don't understand that they don't need to do that. All they have to do is to follow, uh, to, give, to give credit for that, uh, because there's everything that they, are, they think that they are adding, it's already there. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have Reiki, and that's why we have shamanic Reiki, and shamanic yoga, and shamanic days, and shamanic that, all kinds of people who want to um, put their name or their 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 um, so that that was a there was a a classic uh, criticism of my teachers on uh, Western mind and I'm I'm guilty in, I I used to be guilty of that too you know because I was brought up in the Western that everybody had to be innovative uh, to innovate the the, the old tradition. Uh, except, except, except that um, you need to accept it, not to, uh, not to try to reinvent it because there's no need to reinvent. You, it's already there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, right. But it's, it's very hard there. for us. Um, ego is uh, ego comes from you know from fear, you know, uh, from. Um, you know, so yeah, that's that's one of the things that we need to work on is to release fear that we have. Yes, yes, and and I think unfortunately the technology that we have today that kids grow up using second nature, it promotes an inner emptiness. So that we're always focused on the outside. We're always we've always got our faces in our iPhones and everything else, and and it does I think breed. That a high level of emptiness on the inside. Yeah, and I, and I think that also it's the role of the shamans or the elders. Uh, and I called elders not necessarily just shamans, but I, it's the the head of the community. It's the uh, the people in the, the head of the government or the the head of the cities, the towns, is to become elders. Yeah, uh, that's. Elders is is a uh, is not uh, if you're old or not, but it's the way you um, help other people to become a better better of version of themselves and uh, make sure that their dreams come true mm-hmm. uh, or the the well being of the community. Uh, and the idea is that the, when the community and that's really the message for the <laughs> for birthday today is that the, 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 the health of the community is your own health 
the earth, mm-hmm. the health of the of the earth is your own survival. So we are all in it together. We're not separate. We can't take ourselves. Uh, you can't say that. Okay, so I'm going to make a billion dollars, and the other guys will live in the uh, in the rod in the, in the homeless shelter, and it's that person's problem because he's lazy or he can't. Da, 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 da. Because that person would get sick and they will infect me. <laughs> uh, that's how, that's that's how it works, you know. Uh, There's no free lunch. No, no free cheese in the mouse trap. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a beautiful way of saying it. Sure. <laughs> well, no, no, there's nothing fun. Yeah, Sock, it's been such a pleasure again having you here. We always love having you here on Supernatural Girls Radio. Thank you so much, and I just want to encourage people to buy your books, read them. They're all fabulous, and your website. Please give everybody your website so they can contact you if they're interested in participating in any of the, the Zoom webinars that you're doing. Yeah, that's that's so beautiful now in this um, Zoom webinars and teaching is that we have classes uh, that people are from all over the world. You know, uh, my students from, from, from Switzerland, from Italy, from Germany, from Israel, from uh, wherever they are. they can't are, infect Mauritius. you because you're not near them. So that's all good. So what, the, what's the website address to go to for that? Oh, okay. My, my, my website is uh, my name, itzakbiri.com. Yes, dot com. And, uh, you know, if you'd like to be on my mailing list, I would be very happy to share with you all those teachings. Terrific. Well, Itzak, we're unfortunately we're out of time, but thank you again so much. Lots of love to you and your family. And everybody will be back next week with Captain Randy Kramer. Don't miss it. Until then, we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural.